This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I want to have a tehillim with you. It would be very helpful. And, of course, don't forget to bring your midnight snack. Um, tonight's class, I just, might, I just want to say that my intention for tonight's class is that Hashem should see um, all of us here on the line tonight taking time out of our evening to not only do we say to Hillem a lot during the day, but also to spend time actually learning the messages of Tehillim and you, even doing exercises and practices to integrate the messages into our life. And in this chus, all the cholim that need refuos should be cured because. Okay, so tonight we're going to be doing Kuf Yud Gimel. Kuf Yud Gimel is a graph of Hallel. Okay, it's the paragraph that starts with Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Avdei Hashem. <coughs> Hallel was written by the, over the years, it was written in like a, a smaller version and a shorter version, and over the years it was added to by the Jews who they were going through different things. Um, as they said, when they were going through miraculous events like Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsov, like this parak that we're going to be learning tonight was said by Kriyas Yamsov, they also, we were said to have said this when they were dealing with Haman's terrible decree. Um, so as it was added to, you know, for a bunch of years, at some point David HaMelech then took the final version of Hallel with all the additions and put it into Helen. One of the reasons why I chose to do this parak tonight um, was because, first of all, it's very uplifting, and I think we all could use an uplifting message and a reminder of how much Hashem is always here, always controlling everything and always taking care of us. And also, additionally, um, we all say hello at the Pesach Seder, which is coming up, and I think it's very meaningful for us to be able to actually understand the words that we're saying. So just to summarize, I always give a summary, and then I go into each pasuk, you know, step by step. So just to summarize, this parak is about the Jewish nation praising Hashem for being intimately involved in our lives and for constantly performing great miracles for us. And there's also the message here that the more in touch we are with this concept of our lives being full of Hashem's miracles, the more we're in touch with it, the more connected we are with it, the more we notice and focus on it, the more we believe in Hashem's constant hashkacha pratis, the more we actually merit to see it in our life. Um, just to illustrate, elsewhere in Tehillim it says, Tenu oz lelokim, give strength to Hashem. What does this mean? How can we give strength to Hashem? What type, like it sounds silly. And the answer is that it's, what it's referring to is that we need to enable Hashem to give us all the blessings that he wants to give us. Um, and the way we do the vessel so this key to be macabre all the blessings through the power of our connection with Hashem and our belief, our, our belief in his ability to do anything and really to like really feel and believe that Hashem is going to help us out. And this is our greatest power. This is why, this is how we give O's. This is how we give strength to Hashem, quote unquote, right? And this is our greatest power in life. 
Bitachon is power, and this is not a heebie-jeebie concept. This is something that is also very much known in the world at large, not just in the Jewish world. Um, this concept that when we believe something is going to happen and we have confidence in it and, you know, we, we feel good about it, then it comes into our life. And just to give you an example of this, um, picture for a minute a husband and a wife who just get married, and the husband wants to be nice, and every Friday he starts off the marriage by buying flowers for his wife every Friday. And, okay, chas v'shalom, this should never happen, but just, just to illustrate my point, um, let's say she ignores the flowers every Friday, and they just sit on the counter, and they wilt away, and she doesn't even say thank you, she doesn't even smile, she doesn't even notice them. The, sh- the Friday night meal comes and there's no flowers on the table. You get the message, right? So, obviously she's not being a Cree, right? She's not being a, a receiver here. And because she's not being a receiver, although he wants to bestow her with so many blessings and love and delicious things in life, he can't. He's not going to be able to because she's closed off. And very often when we have negative mindsets in life, we're acting the same way. We're closing ourselves off. So we want to open up our minds. And this park is really going to highlight for us all the evidence of all the things that Hashem does for us. Um, and it's going to explain to us that if we want to have that connection with Hashem and we want to receive all that, we have to um, be that kli, that, that receptacle. Okay, so after we finish these psukim, we're going, to, we're going to look inside now. When we finish the psukim, I'm going to give you two practical exercises to do in order to really live this idea and to really affect major changes in your life. So let's look inside. Parakof Yud Gimel Pasuk Aleph. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Avdei Hashem. Praise God, give praise, you servants of Hashem. Okay, so the interesting thing is the Mepharshim say that Hallelujah, Avdei Hashem, give praise, you servants of Hashem, was actually a line said by Paro when the Jews were going, were in Mitzrayim and Makas Pachoros was happening. Paro was awoke in the middle of the night by all the, the anguished cries of all the Mitzrayim. And he ran looking for Moshe and Aaron, and he said, Moshe and Aaron, get out. Take the Jews and leave. And they said, okay, but we need you to state like a, an official emancipation, like say a proclamation of emancipation. Um, and I guess they didn't believe him at this point. And he said, and the words that he used was, okay, now you, you, were, you Jews were slaves to me, and now you go be, Jew, be, be servants of your God. And he said, Hallelujah, Hashem, give praise, you servants of Hashem, to your God. So that's just an interesting point. Hallelujah, Hashem, Hashem, praise the name of Hashem. During all the miracles and the makos and, and the kriyas yamsuf, the whole world was aware that this was, this was all in the name of Hashem. They, they, they attributed it to Hashem, and it was so clear that it was Yad Hashem. So too, as us, as Avde Hashem, we are the servants of Hashem. We have to recognize his miracles every day. Hashem's name be blessed now and forever. Okay. So from the rising of the sun to the setting of the sun, Hashem's name is praised. Okay, so on a basic level, this is, this is trying to tell us that the whole world praised Hashem from the east to the west, from sunrise to sunset. On a deeper level, the Mizrach Shemesh, the rising of the sun, is referring to the, when it's light out, right? When the sun comes up and everything is just okay in our life, it's a metaphor for when things are going well. And, this, and 
So we Mizrach Shemesh. When the sun is out and it's clear and, we, and we're having a great time in life, we're going to praise Hashem and also Ad Mevo'o. But also we need to praise Hashem when things are, when the sun is setting and it's dark and things don't look so rosy. Okay, Pasuk Dalit. Ramal Kalgayim Hashem Al Hashemayim Kivodohai. Above all the nations is Hashem. Above the heavens is His glory. So the word Ram means high up, right? But it, it's referring to a type of high up that's not, it's high up, dangle, something that's high up and dangling in midair um, is Ram. Not something, it's not connected to the ground at all. Um, and that's why it says Ramal Kalgayim. Hashem, for the, for the nations of the world that are not as connected to Hashem as we are, um, for the most part, they view Hashem as high above them. Yes, they see Hashem as being God of the universe and so great and the almighty God, you know, but they don't see him as being connected intimately to their life the way we do. It says in another parak of Tehillim, Hashem b'tzion gadol v'ramhu al-kal ha'amim. So here is the same concept, Ramhu al-Kol Ha'amen. For the nations of the world, Hashem is high up, but he's not connected to them. He's high up in the middle of the air, in the middle of nowhere. But for us, Hashem Sion Gadol. For, for the Jews in Sion, Hashem is Gadol. What does that mean? What is Gadol meaning here? Gadol has the same root as the word Migdal, a tower. We see Hashem as a tower. A tower is connected to the ground. It's rooted deeply into the ground, and it goes all the way high up. We know Hashem is high and mighty, but at the same time, He's so connected and involved in every area of our life to the extent that we say, "Ain't Adam no case etzbo." A person doesn't even hurt their finger, um, doesn't even move their finger in this world without um, the approval of Hashem. So that's to the extent of. It's, it's, it's to a very great extent that we believe that we view Hashem, Hashem B'Tzion Gadol, that Hashem is like a tower and He's super connected to our life. Pasuk Hey, Mika Hashem Elokeinu HaMagbil HaShavet, I'm going to connect it with Pasuk Vav, HaMashpiri L'Ros B'Shamayim Uvaret, who is like our God enthroned on high, yet bends down low to look upon the heaven and the earth. So, this is, happens to be a beautiful way of praising Hashem, saying that Hashem is that he's high up, that he sits high on his throne, but at the same time, he bends down to look. Right after it says, he bends down to see us and to check on us. So that's like the concept that we just spoke about now about Migdal, like the tower, right? Hashem is high up, but he's also low down. Um, and it's interesting when they praise like movie stars or, you know, royals like Kate Middleton, you know, they very, the way, when they want to extol their virtues, they put pictures of them in the magazine where they're in Africa or in Ethiopia and they're feeding starving children and they're sitting on the floor playing with them. And so, but with us, you see from there that with us humans also, that's how we we see the greatness in someone. If they're, will, if they're high up, but they're willing to go low down, then that's, that's a huge um, shavach, and that's the shavach that we're giving to Hashem over here. Um, another way of understanding this pasuk is, and this is really the main theme that I'm trying to bring out from tonight's class, hamagbihi la shavet, hamashbili la rose. It's either one. Either for the people who don't really want to connect with Hashem in their life. They don't really want that intimate connection. 
<clears throat> and Hashem, you stay there, I'll stay here, I can know about you, but, you know, it's too much, I can't deal with it. So for those people, Hamagbihi Lashavas, Hashem sits up high on his throne. Hashem is neither connected me, though, we know that, right? So, it, but at the, for the people who are seeking a connection, for the people who are trusting in all of his goodness and noticing the good, like that lady, you know, the lady who does accept the flowers with a smile and a thank you, for those people, um, Hashem is Hamashpili Leros. He comes low down to take care of us in a very intimate way. And that's really um, the main theme that I want to build in this parak. That I want to build on today in this parak, the theme of us having the power. Hashem goes according to us, right? We said in a different parak, "Bechal Hashem goes according to our etzah, to our advice, to where we're heading. Hashem's following our lead, and He really did give us the power to either be a receptacle, to be a clee for His blessings, or to shut ourselves down and say. I don't really believe that this could happen and have like a hard type of energy and be closed off to it. Um, I was reading this Shabbos. This, I was reading this. There's a new book out by Rebson Esther Young Rice. I don't know if any of you read it yet. It's very long. Um, but I'm only halfway through. But what I'm noticing so is so amazing that every single page is another miracle that happens in her life it's like you almost don't believe it. Like, does someone make this up? Like, how could this even be true? And it is true. They are true. And, and, and they are true, and it makes sense that they're true because her whole life was living with Hashem in such a close way and seeing all the good that he, that he brought to her and noticing it and, and building on it and spreading it to the world that it, it, it really does make sense. It makes sense that she was on that level of Hamashpili Leros, and she had so many miracles. As I told you last class, I started writing a list of all the evidence that I have that Hashem takes care of me in every area of my life. Every day I write down a few things, or if, 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 if not, maybe not every day, but every few days or whatever. When I started doing this, um, I literally saw miracles coming into my life, and so many things just fell into place. That's what, if I could start giving you examples, it would take... It would be a whole other class that I don't have time for today, but Hashem in the future, we'll, we'll delve into that more. Um, so, okay, so un- until now, these first few stuck in, we were talking about us praising Hashem for him being part of our lives. Now, in the next few stuck in, we're going to be really, this is going to be the evidence. The Pasuk is giving us help here. It's saying this is why you should be, have a relationship with Hashem. This is why you should praise Him and look for His kindness and His goodness because of these following four things. And the next few Sukkim are going to list for us four different ways that Hashem acts with us, four different ways that He shows us His kindness and His care. Um, and these are really things that we know already that, but that because we're human beings, we get accustomed to things and we overlook them. And here, this Tarek is coming to put it right up there in our face. Wake up, people. This is what's happening for you every second of every day. So here we go. Pasuk Zion, Mekimi Me'afardal. He raises the needy from the dust. So, of course, it's talking here about poor people in a literal way, but also. We, every Pasuk here is applying to all of us as well. So we were all born as defenseless, helpless, 
naked creatures, vulnerable. We had nothing. That's how we're born. And our entire life is just Hashem bestowing upon us food, clothing, shelter, protection, and emotional needs, family, everything that we need is provided for. Okay, so that's number one. We have to pay attention to all those things that we take for granted and all our needs that are provided for on a daily basis. May Ashbos Yarim Evion from the trash heaps, he lifts the destitute. And Evion is like the lowest level of poor. It's the poor person who's in complete despair. Uh, and the lesson for us here is very beautiful, that many times we think, okay, like it can't, I, there's no way I'm getting out of this situation, you know? Like this is, this is just, there's no way out. And we have to remember, may Ashbos Yarim Evion, Hashem takes people out of the garbage dump, literally, in one split second, he can do that. If we look back at our lives, we'll see evidence of that, even times that we thought we were never going to get through that we did. And we have to remember that we can't look at Hashem through the eyes of our, our human eyes. For us, right, to think that it's, it's the same effort to heal someone on a respirator than to heal someone with a cold is a joke, right? Obviously, it's not the same effort. But really, for Hashem, it's all the same. He can heal someone who's on a respirator, and he can heal someone who has a cold, and it's the same Yad Hashem. It doesn't change. There's no extra added effort necessary on his part. So we have to remember this, and this is a big chizuk, especially for what we're going through now. Pasuk ches, lehoshivi in medivim in medive amo, to seat them with nobles, with the nobles of his people. So aside for the mekimi me'afradal, where we get all of our basic needs met, it's not just the basic needs that are met. We're, we're with the Nedive Amo. Hashem puts us with the nobles. Look around at your life. Doesn't it boggle your mind how many extra awesome things you have in your life that are not at all necessary for your survival even? Think about it. Do you have a comfortable bed to sleep in with, with, yummy, with yummy pillow and covers? Do your kids go to amazing schools with warm rebbe's, rebbeim, and moras? Okay, maybe that's a sore topic right now. Sorry. Um, most of the time, they go to school. Um, do you have a beautiful shape that you feel pretty in? What do you have? We have endless amounts of things that we don't even need for our basic survival. That those things are there just so Hashem could put us to can make us feel like nobility, like medive amo. Um, just for, I want to just give a personal example. Um, when I was moving, I, I was moving into a new house a while ago, and I was going through a very difficult situation at the same time. Now, part of me was thinking, oh, I'm going through this difficult situation, so, ach, it makes the house achi, like it's not the same simcha. But I wanted to work on that, chaval, that I shouldn't enjoy a special blessing that Hashem is giving me just because another area of my life is, is challenging for me. So what I did was I started viewing everything in my new house as a hug from Hashem. And it really changed the whole thing around. I would pass my bathtub. I would say, this is a hug. Hashem is carrying me, taking me through my challenges in the most amazing way, like medive amo. Now we're going through this coronavirus. What do you have that's helping you through this time? Do you have the ability to move your body and exercise even though you're stuck in the house? Do you have family to keep you company? Do you have a cleaning lady? What do you have that's extra? Pay attention to these things. Pasuk test, Moshivi Akeres Habayas. He transforms the barren wife. So this is talking about the Imahos. The Imahos were 
um, Hashem took them from not having children and he gave them children. Sarah Imenu, it's very interesting to note that Sarah Imenu had no room. She did not have any infrastructure inside of her to be able to have a child. So the question is like, really why? Why did they have to be so extreme? Why couldn't she just have fertility issues, whatever? Like, why did it have to be that she had no womb inside of her and no situa- nothing to be able to have a child, even carried a child in? And the answer is because Hashem was trying to show mankind for all time. Hashem is saying to us, I don't need natural means. I don't need your help. I don't need anything. I can bring you things from nothing. Yesh me'ayin. And this is the fourth this is, the fourth, um, this is the fourth aspect of Hashem's love and care that this parak is coming to tell us. So just to review, the Mekimi Me'af Radal, number one was the basic needs. Me'ashkos Yarim Evion was number two. That's that Hashem lifts us up from the most difficult situations. Mehoshivi and Medivim was number three, that we have extras in our life. Number four was Moshivi Akaris Habayis, that Hashem makes something from nothing, and the, last pas- and the last part of the Pasuk, Im Habanim, Smecha, Halleluka, into a glad, um, the glad mother of children, praises Hashem. Who is the glad mother of children? Um, that would be, in the way we're interpreting this parak, that would be us. That would be the beneficiaries of all of the above kindnesses, um, we who receive all the extras, we who receive the yesh mayayin, we who receive the, the things that put us in the status of nobility, we have to be smecha, we have to be happy, and hallelujah, we have to praise Hashem. So to sum this all up, um, at praising and attributing everything to Hashem, seeing that He takes care of all of our needs in all of these four ways, all of these things make us vessels to attract more and more good. Um, almost like a magnet. We, 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 when we're in that good place and we're feeling gratitude, nothing makes us happier than that feeling of gratitude. Um, we're, we're in that good place. We're trusting that Hashem is going to keep bringing good things and we attract all the good things into our life. And we're supposed to read to Hillem, not for Hashem's sake, for our own sake, to ingrain this higher level of bitachon into our life. So what are two strategies, just before I end off, um, strategies to strengthen your belief and your, you know, that magnetism that, that to make you into that vessel to be macabre all the good. So number one, um, these are just two ideas. I, I can give you a lot, but I just, I'm picking two beautiful ones for today. Um, and we'll save the other ones for different topics and different prokin. Um, but how do I become a receiver? So number one, truly tachon, and very often in Tehillim we see things like, we learned that I rejoice with Hashem Yeshua before it even comes because I, I so believe that he's going to bring it to me. And that's a real bitachon. And how do we get to that place where we're feeling happy and excited because we know Hashem is going to answer us before he even gives it to us. So here's something that I tried that really worked for me. Um, I was recently on a long, it was Shabbos, and I had to, it was a Shabbos afternoon, I had to take a long walk to somebody's house. And it's, it's like, ugh, you know, nobody wants to take a long walk on Shabbos all by themselves. And I was walking and I'm thinking, okay, how do, I, uh, how do I keep my mind occupied in a productive way? So what I started to do is I started to visualize um, whatever I want in my life. I picked one area of my life that I want to improve. And I started to visualize my life as a movie screen in front of my head. 
um, playing out that scene that I want to have in my life in all the detail and in, 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 in 3D, you know, just like seeing every detail of my life exactly the way I wish it could be. And by the time I got to my friend's house, she wanted to know why I was so happy. Um, this is really a good exercise to up our level, our feeling of happiness and trust that Hashem is going to bring good things into our life. And it really does help attract good things the things that we want. We're used to focusing, you know, when we don't have something, we focus on that, right? If someone's lonely, they're always thinking, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. It's a problem that I'm lonely. Why am I so lonely, right? We're, um, what I'm trying to tell you is focus on not being lonely. Focus on companionship, on support, on love, on friendship. What does that feel like for you? What does that look like to you? When you can see it in your mind's eye, you can bring it into your reality. And number two, sometimes something, you know, if you're having a hard time believing that something could happen in your life, like you're not having a muna about something um, because you think, like, oh, it's just never going to happen, go back to the past and make a list of things that happened in the past that those things also you didn't believe would happen, and they did happen. Um, this really activates your trust. It makes you, puts you in a much better frame of mind to be that vessel to accept the blessings. Um, just look back, look at every area of your life, look at every time in your life. When? When was I in a situation where I thought I was never going to get out of it? And look, I came out better or things worked out so well. Um, okay, especially, I just want to end off by saying that especially now in this difficult time, especially for those who are not well, who are sick, Mishlei tells us, Ruach ish the spirit of man sustains him and cures him from illness. And we have to realize that a good mindset is so, so important, and we shouldn't underestimate the value of it. Um, and even some studies say that being happy is even better for your health than quitting smoking. It's a real, it's a real, real thing, and it has real impact. It has a real impact on your life. So especially for those who are not well, to practice these type of exercises is extremely helpful. Okay, I'm going to be posting and recording the notes from this session. Um, and also I'm going, to, I'm going to be posting the notes and I'm going to be posting the recording. And if you want to join my WhatsApp group to receive these things, you can text me um, and I'll, I'll invite you to the group, 917-757-7358. 917 and that is it for tonight's Tia and Thank you all so much for listening, and have a great night.